George, 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 welcome in. We have the Super Bowl upon us and the Super Bowl podcast happening here after that being said podcast. Happy Friday. How we living? Good, man. It's the most exciting time, well, most exciting game of the year. The biggest spectacle in uh, American sports. Uh, many argue overseas, the World Cup Finals, the UFA Champions League, but in the United States, Super Bowl is king, so I'm pretty pumped up about that. It's it's the biggest spe- skeptical in sports. It's the only American sporting event where no matter what, everyone's watching, even moms, grandmas, everyone knows Sunday is the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's a it's a American holiday more than anything than yeah. a sporting event. Like you said, moms, including our mother, because for those that don't know, this is the That Being Said podcast with the Georgia brothers. Our mother, absolutely, even uh, is getting wings ready. And guess what? Usually, our and mother throws a, super, throws a Super Bowl party. This week, she's not. This year, she's not throwing a Super Bowl party no. for obvious reasons. There's coronavirus. People aren't probably doing thirty people gatherings, and but she still went to the store, got the chicken wings, got the chili, pigs in the blanket, all that good stuff, which we're going to talk about today because we're talking about Super Bowl food. But uh, like you said, it's an American holiday. And before we get into this American holiday, I do want to say that this is the That Being Said podcast brought to you by the sports on tap.com. And I am your co-host, Sammy Georgeur. And I'm George Georgeur. Thank you for tuning in today. Uh, Sammy, let's get this party started. It's a little bit early. We're, we're partying Friday through Sunday for the Super Bowl. Actually, we're not. Well, but that'd be no, I was going to say, you, mean, you can just say this party is a podcast. It doesn't mean we have to be partying the it Super is. Bowl. Yeah, there you go. I, mean, I, party I, 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 I could say whatever I want, actually, and I'm going to say I'm going to party through the whole entire weekend for the Super Bowl because I'm celebrating Tom Brady's uh, seventh Super Bowl prematurely here. Well, and that's what we're starting with here is Super Bowl talk. Before we get into prop bets and before we get into all these little fun topics that we have coming up, we're doing Super Bowl, uh, just Super Bowl. Ch- what, what do they call it? Shop talk? Top shot? What do they, what do they call it? I, I'm going to call it chatter. Chatter, whatever. You know what I mean, though? I was asking you, what what do they call it? Is it shop talk? Who's, who's they? What, like, you know, there's that saying, isn't it? Shop talk? What is it? Or maybe is that like, I, Yeah, it is. Shop talk. A shop top is conversation about one's occupation or business at an informal or social occasion. You didn't know that? No, man. Still, how's shop this top talk? I don't play football. Shop. I don't play in that. Shop. It's not a shop talk. Shop. shop. Like, like shop. When you're at the shop. shop. Oh, when like. you're at a shop. So like, oh, I get it. So like if you're like a mechanic, right? And you're just doing shop shop talk. You're just That's talking. That's where cars, I think it kind of shooting from. the shit. That's where, yeah. like, I think it comes from, like, the garage, the shop top, like, where we're talking cars, we're shooting shit. That same thing. This is our profession. We're talking sports. So this right. is shop talk. We're talking the Super Bowl. And yeah, uh, so that's George reason I was thinking of shop. I was thinking shop, and that's why I kept saying It like, is shop. Uh, what are you saying? Shop. No, it's shop, but it's not shop. All right. We're moving on. George does not like know the chop, difference. Like, bar- like a chop, like a chopping the barber. Like a, you can, you can go. I, 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 I feel bad for the listeners right now. You can go back and listen to this later. You said the word shop, S-H-O-P, four times, back to back to back. I, I'm trying yeah. to pronounce shop. I thought you said shop, like chop it off. You just it's, said shop twice again. No, I didn't. It's yes, chop. You did. Or how would you say chop? The way you just said it. I don't yeah, let's chop. move on. Shop right. talk. 
Chop Talk, there's a big difference. Shop Talk, Super Bowl Sunday, George already made his pick, and I have the same pick. And I think at the end of the day, for those that listen to this podcast, you know, it's Tom Brady. It's hard to bet against the man. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes either. I mean, it's not like I've seen a lot of people even just saying things like, I don't know if I want to bet against Patrick Mahomes. And it's like, but you want to bet against Tom Brady? I, I don't want to bet against Mahomes, but I also don't want to bet against Brady. <laughs> I mean, I guess one thing here you got to keep in mind, and I think this topic is kind of interesting, is I mean, I know a lot of people don't think any – everyone thinks Tom Brady is the greatest of all time. I, I don't think many people are going to argue – otherwise about him being not many i'm sure everyone has a way of arguing but i mean not many people argue he's not the greatest quarterback of all time now a lot of people think patrick mahomes are calling him baby goat i've already gone through my whole spiel about how i don't like the word goat is overused blah 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 but everyone's talking about if anyone could pass tom brady it's patrick mahomes and i do agree with that but tony romo did say something interesting and he said for patrick mahomes to pass tom brady ever he has to win this game if he loses this game to a 43-year-old Tom Brady, it will be, I mean, not impossible, but nearly impossible for Patrick Mahomes to ever top Tom Brady as the greatest quarterback of all time. Even if he wins six Super Bowls, he lost to Tom Brady at 43. So, like, this is kind of, and I kind of agree with it. I'm not saying it's impossible, but if, if Mahomes doesn't win this Super Bowl, he'll never be the greatest of all time. I strongly disagree with that for one reason, because it's not about this Super Bowl. Because at the end of the day, if Mahomes goes out and wins eight Super Bowls after this one, it doesn't matter this game. The that's only a, reason that's exactly what I said. I said I think it'd be yeah, very I, likely okay, impossible. Okay. Let's, let's, okay, but that's not what Tony Romo's saying. He's saying he has to beat him if you losing the four. It has nothing to do with losing a forty-three-year-old Tom. It has to do with the timeline available to win more Super Bowls, really. Because, but at the, at the end of the day, we didn't think Tom would be playing till 43, 44, 45, yeah. right? So who knows? Even though the timeline seems unreasonable, Patrick Mahomes is what, 25? Let's say he plays Tom Brady's career, he would still have 20 years left, which is weird to think, right? But that's why I I don't think it actually has to do with what what you're saying was different than what Tony Romo was saying. So I'm more on your side where I I don't think it actually has to do with you can't lose to 43 year old Tom Brady, then eventually be the GOAT. I think it more has to do with the timeline possible because. As we know, these don't come very often, right? Like, right, but no, I think it has these to do with opportunities. Uh, uh, just to clarify, I think it has to do with losing to Tom Brady, not just a 43-year-old Tom Brady, just Tom Brady in general. Patrick Mahomes would have played Tom Brady twice in playoffs, once in the AFC Championship game where he lost, and then once here in the Super Bowl if he loses. And it's like, all right, let's say they both end up with seven rings. Let's say Br- Mahomes has seven and Brady has seven. I mean, these will always be held like – twice Tom Brady knocked Patrick Mahomes out of a playoffs. And whether that's fair or not, it's going to be used in any argument down the line. Yeah, I I, I disagree. Uh, it's pretty simple. I, I just think at the end of the day, uh, he, Patrick Mahomes is 25. Like, let's, let's stop acting like he's LeBron James in his prime right now. He's 25. Like, I just feel like this is the, the what, what we're doing is already – you know how I know you hate how people talk about. I think we all, I think we both do. Mm-hmm. We hate how the word goat's thrown around all the time. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I also hate how we're, we did, would sit here and try to determine that this loss would mean XYZ after 20 years because 
it could mean nothing, right? I mean, like it could it, it mean could, nothing, but it mean, could mean absolutely nothing. But it's kind of fun. It's just a like cool speculation. Like I, I know you say you said I hate doing this. I know I think it's fun when it's that far away, right? It's like, oh, okay, cool. Imagine if Mahomes wins seven Super Bowls and Brady wins seven. I, I, I'm a hundred. I'm a hundred percent sure people will use that argument, whether fairly or not. That oh, Brady beat him twice in the playoffs. Now that doesn't mean that it for sure makes him not ever the goat but i think it would be held against him by some yeah, but if he, if he, group of people but that, that's my point it, okay if he wins seven but you, that's not what we said once again to, to, uh, tony romo you're saying that if uh, you got to hear me out because if he i'm gonna hear you this, out he can't pass tom brady that's not true because he could lose this and he could lose two years ago to tom brady and win nine super bowls and surpass tom brady but yes. we don't know if it's possible. So for me, it's more about the timeline the, or the it's more about a possibility slipping away than it is losing to him. Because remember, Tom Brady, this is his 10th Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. He's he's lost a few. So of course, this isn't, you know, Mahomes could lose one. And go, let's say he goes to seven more like Tom Brady, right? This is Mahomes' second. So yeah. wow, this is more second. So he would end up going to eight more. Let's say he's yeah. like Tom Brady and he goes to eight more mm-hmm. and he wins all eight and that gives him nine Super Bowls after losing with losing this one. We wouldn't even have a conversation to be Patrick Mahomes. So that's where I think it's yeah. more about the timeline because I think you're the one who's always reminded me because I feel like I'm all, like when Kevin Durant joined the Warriors in uh mm-hmm. in basketball, I was like Wow, the NBA is ruined for ten years, and you're like these those these things don't last as long as we think. True, I mean that's so, one thing that that's very true. Like, I know it's like we've already penciled in the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs to the Super Bowl for the next fifteen years. Like, I, what about I, when they I, lose I, Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid and Tyreek Hill and Hardman? And Mahomes, yeah, gets, yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, or Mahomes uh, got. I mean, hopefully they might ever get hurt. And if, when Andrew Luck comes back to the AFC after this off season and leads oh. the Colts to the to nine straight Super Bowl titles, yeah, then uh, yeah, he's gonna, they're going to miss the playoffs. They're not going to make the Super Bowl. Hey, every year. Here's a fun fact topic for you, George. Let's just pa- yeah. let's pause the Super Bowl for the most important news of the week. Pausing yeah. the Super Bowl because Andrew Luck. Might I, I did that on purpose. I know. Well, here's the deal. <laughs> Who is dominating the AFC if Andrew Luck does come back? Because hear me out. If you ask me, I think the Colts roster over the next three, four years might actually surpass the Chiefs roster. <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was so funny. Surpass. <laughs> like, surpass. It sounded like it sounded so like ominous. They're going to surpass the roster. Um, you know, I don't know actually. Like, I think I, Patrick Mahomes, as much as I loved Andrew Luck, is a better quarterback and had a higher has. You know, he's shown more than Andrew Luck, who's great. Obviously, I love Andrew Luck, but you make a good point there. I mean, the Colts have a better offensive line. The Colts have a better built defense. Um, the Chiefs have all these guys they have to pay now too right i mean it's not like you know these i I think i think if the if andrew luck does come back it's going to be kind of like a walking piece of glass yeah but also i mean the part of reason why he was always he was hit a lot right maybe he saw philip rivers being a little 
not taking many sacks this year because the offensive line's good. And he's like, okay, maybe I could come back and not get hurt as much, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> yeah, or it's just a rumor. I'm just, I mean, I'm just putting myself in Andrew's shoes. And, you know, um, if I was – maybe he misses football. I mean, anyone who's ever been that good, he probably loved football at some point in his life. So my thing is I think it would be like a Brady-Manning thing where I think Brady is better than Manning and better than the Colts. But And I think, you know, Brady saw that. We saw more Super Bowls for Brady than Manning. But I, I think if Andrew Luck comes back to the Colts, he'll have an opportunity one day get to a Super Bowl and maybe win the Super Bowl. So it'll be like Mahomes will have that. I mean, we've tried to force Lamar Jackson as – Mahomes rival. We tried to force Lamar uh Deshaun Watson as Mahomes rival. And now be, we tried to if it he still goes could to the right be team. if he goes to the right team in the AFC, not the NFC, right? We like found I'm we're trying to find him a rival in the AFC. And we've tried to dub um Josh Allen as Mahomes rival in the AFC. So maybe if Andrew Luck comes back, that is Mahomes rival. And maybe not, but that's that's kind of my whole thing on it. I don't know. It's probably just rumors. Uh, Andrew Luck hasn't. I, I don't even know if if he even wants to come back. But I mean, it makes me excited. He might not even know these rumors play. are around. He's so yeah. He's, he's so outside of the world of social media and cell phones, and he might yeah. be in fucking Cabo right now. And somebody was like, "Oh, I heard you might come back," and he's like, "What? What? You know who I am? Yeah, oh, yeah like you know, you, you know, you know who I am, like that. There, there it is." Andrew Luck. Andrew, Andrew Luck, Luck has entered the conversation. Um, uh, I do want to talk about these two quarterbacks really quick because this is, of course, the cliche topic that everyone loves to talk about is Tom Brady mm-hmm. and Patrick Mahomes. But we're talking about quarterbacks here, and I guess the crazy thing to think about is what you just said is we all try to pin these, find rivals, find competition for all these quarterbacks, right? It's always right. like, who's the next guy to compete with X, Y, and Z? And I've come to slowly realize, George – that most of the time there really isn't that other guy. And I mean, we're talking about in the NFC, we've been trying to find, you know, better quarterbacks than Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees and Russell Wilson for the last, you know, every team's trying to draft their next guy. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees and Russell Wilson are all probably still the best quarterbacks in their divisions. I mean, that's just the reality of it. They are, are not a, it's hard to find these replacements. And then now you have, of course, Tom Brady, who left the AFC. But you have all these guys where you have Tom Brady trying to, you know, adding to that NFC side where really is there many quarterbacks better than Brady, Rodgers, Breeze, Russell Wilson in the NFC? No. And then on the other end, it's like the AFC. Who's the next guy to compete with Patrick Mahomes? Okay, well, maybe it's, maybe it's Josh Allen and it's, you know, Josh Allen comes out, throws a dud in the playoff games against him. Lamar Jackson duds in the playoff game here and there. And it's it's hard because you wonder, are are some of these guys just so good, like the Rodgers, Breeze, Wilson, Mahomes, Brady, where there's not really going to be those guys that compete with them that much. Unfortunately for Breeze, <laughs> Rodgers, and those guys, unfortunately for them, they've had to go against each other a lot while Tom Brady, you know, has had this whole – last five, six, seven years without like Manning in his way and without Big Right, ben but Manning good. was a real rival, right? I mean, we could say that like yeah. Manning, Brady, that was Manning's a big rival. Manning's 2-1 against I, him in the yeah, AFC Championship. 
Yeah, exactly. So I think what you make a great point here is in an NFC side. I mean, we tried. We tried to find rivalries like, ooh, Rodgers and, and Wilson. It doesn't feel doesn't feel like a real rivalry. I, I think you make yeah, a, a really good point here. Yeah, I think neither one of them care. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Brady and Manning was a real rivalry. It was like it wasn't like as nasty as the Yankees and Red Sox or anything like that. Yeah, they're buddies. They're like buddies. Hate, yeah, they're buddies, not hated rivalry, but those two teams hated each other. Those two franchises, those two fan bases hated each other a lot. And I don't think we – I think you're right. We don't have that anywhere else in football. I mean, Packers, Seahawks, like, I mean – Fuck, there's Seahawk fans who watch who are probably rooting for the Packers to make the Super Bowl, right? Like, yeah. this is not not really a like. I love no, how Green Bay is, or I love the you know whatever it is, right? Uh, New Orleans really like Drew Brees. Who's Drew Brees' rival? Matt Ryan? No, <laughs> right? So like, like yeah, I think yeah. you're absolutely right. I think we 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 glorify and we hope and we pretend that there's every amazing quarterback has a rivalry because we were blessed with two big rivalries growing up. One was Dan Marino and John Elway. And then it was immediately followed by Brady Manning. Like it was literally Elway. Can you Marino, be in a rivalry where you never win a Super Bowl? Yeah. Cause they played each other multiple times in the, actually, especially Elway and Marino, a very interesting rivalry. If you actually want to take a look at the grand scheme of things, because there were two guys who were the two best quarterbacks and two best quarterbacks in the AFC, and none of them won a Super Bowl until Elway won a Super Bowl in his final two seasons in the uh, in the NFL. And I think I think uh, Elway was zero and three in the Super Bowl, while uh, Marino was zero and one in the Super Bowl. So they were kind of like two big rivals that were both chasing a Super Bowl. And at the end of a career, Elway got it and. Uh, Marino never did, so that was that was all. I'm anti Dan Marino. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think you can be rivals with a guy that can't win. I'm, well, they I'm were like, rivals. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, it, I, I mean, I've slowly were... become. I've this is an opinion. I've slowly become an anti Dan Marino guy because every good every great quarterback had at least one. Right, but I'm not. But okay, but, but while they were going at it trying to get one, they were rivals. That's right. Fair. Like you I just mean like I'm not, for me when I'm when, when we're trying to. Uh, well, that's not my point. My point is more just like when I'm trying to find these rivals because then I can say whatever. Then Lamar Jackson is the rival to Patrick Mahomes, but like he's not. He's not. He's not a threat to his legacy. So that's I'm thinking but, legacy more than anything. Sure, sure. I'm just talking about hatred and like actually caring about like I. Those are my rivals. Like I. Yeah. Like we get up for this game. Like people talk about this game. Like, like I think Brady and Manning was like, oh my god, Brady and Manning are playing today. You're either Team Brady or you're Team Manning. Like that's what you yeah, liked. I, I was trying to transition back to that because I think that's kind of more what we're. I think I feel like this is more what we were trying to what we're trying to find, right? Is right. this type of rivalry? I have this post here. You, you, your, your listeners. Yeah, I, 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 I can. Yeah, the yeah. listeners can't see it. It's it's three and one. Peyton Manning's three and one in conference championships against Tom Brady, while Tom Brady is one. In, everybody else is one and nine against Tom Brady in conference championships. Yeah. Well, Man yeah, Manning was so, great. I, I mean, we. I think we forget well, how great he was sometimes. Yeah, but my my point of that is like, that's the true like. Look, like Tom Brady actually had a guy like pushing his or like, testing him, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Now, Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees have kind of just been on the same path. One Super Bowl and they kind of back and forth and there's other guys. They, I don't know if they've even played against each other in the play, in an NFC Championship game. That 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 I remember at least like Packers Saints. 
not that sure. I remember. You but know, I'm not sure. I think know. it's it's just like they're not testing each other's, you know, legacies. I'm not like I don't even care if it's conference championship. Like my point is like they're not testing each other's legacy. Like Tom Brady literally could get stopped by Peyton Manning in certain points. Three conference championships, he got stopped by Peyton Manning, right? Yes, he did, while, yeah. While, you know, on the other end here, Patrick Mahomes, I don't know if there's going to be anybody that stops him three times. I don't think we're going to find that next guy. That good. I'm telling you, you it's, it, I mean? it's Ant. Yeah, 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 it's just Andrew Luck. Yeah, it's not Lamar Jackson. <laughs> uh, um, I really hope Luck comes back. Well, quickly... Before we move on to some fun topics, I want people to get to some of these enjoyable topics. We got some fun facts about players. We're going to get into our Super Bowl food. And we have a Seattle Seahawks topic. We're going to try to do our Seattle topic each episode for those that are wondering here. And uh, we have a prop bets at the end. But let's do our quick let's act, let's do our quick predictions or quick whatever you'd like to call it. Like for me, my quick predictions are that the Patriots. I was gonna say, sorry, the Buccaneers. God damn it! That's you were gonna, so weird. That, 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 that was so like that was pretty. I was cool, gonna say Patriots, like, and then it came out, and it just came out. So, and you like, I saw your smile. You're like, I'm not gonna say Patriots. The Patriots. I wasn't gonna say. Oh shit! I said the fucking. It's still Patriots. so yeah. fucking weird. It's still so Dude, weird. Yeah, is is it? I don't know if it's a prop bet, but the announcer saying Patriots. Well, the, an announcer accidentally called them the Patriots. I'm sure it will happen at some point, and uh, yeah. I, I, I'm sure it's a hard prop bet to find somewhere on the internet, but it's uh it's gonna happen because for me it's it that, that just slipped out. I, I heard somebody uh I heard somebody say Redskins on a recent broadcast. Like these things happen. It's not. It was during yeah, the playoff absolutely. game. These things happen, uh, especially when it's so. I mean, Tom Brady. Oh my God, Patriots. It's like the first thing that comes to mind. But I'm gonna take the Bucks. I think they're gonna win by three. I'm gonna take a late field goal win. Uh, I have trouble betting against Tom Brady, and I know it's hard to bet against Mahomes too. But I think this is Tom Brady's last Super Bowl win. I'm not saying he's not going to make it back, but I- I'm going to say this is his last. <laughs> I, Super Bowl. I mean, I mean, I mean, the odds are in your favor on that at age 43. But this guy's been—he might just be not fucking human, and will be like at five years from now, we'll be sitting here like, all right, I really think here at age 48 is Tom Brady's last Super Bowl. Yeah, you never know. I don't know. I mean. It, Sure. I, I don't even know if the odds are my favor, actually, to be honest with you, because I, I bet you they're going to be top three, top two or three in odds to win the Super Bowl next year. So, I mean, it's not I, – I actually don't – well, I guess the odds are in my favor in technical they sense are in your favor, one team yeah. wins. But you know what I mean? It's not – it's actually not outrageous to say – I know. I know. It just feels – I totally agree, but it feels outrageous at his age. Like, it's unbelievable, and I'm, I am I agree with you. I'm, I'm going to say I think it's his last Super Bowl win as well. Because I'm picking them to win as well, and I'm picking them to win 28, 24. Um, that means the under is also going to hit, and I just really I believe. Look, I, I I've been doing a lot of thinking about this game, and for me, it's like all right, one Tom Brady. This means so much. Like I think Tom Brady. There was that 11 year stretch between his third Super Bowl and then his fourth Super Bowl, the game against the Seahawks, and that game meant so much to him. And then there was like. I think this after that game and after I think this is his third most important game of his career in his mind, right? It was that first winning that first Super Bowl probably has a special place. Winning the Seahawks Super Bowl because there was 11 years between his third Super Bowl and fourth Super Bowl, and they had lost twice to the Giants, and that would have made him three and three in Super Bowls. Which I just think that was a big win. And then I think it's this one. I think just rubbing it like 
I don't know if he like hates Belichick or the Patriots. Or I don't think it's that. It's just like, hey, I left and I fucking won a Super Bowl. This at forty three, I think this one means a shit ton to Tom Brady. That's yeah. one. And then just one last thing. And then that I think that whole coaching staff. No one's won a Super Bowl uh, as a head coach. Um, the the wide receivers have never won a Super. Like the, the the Chiefs have won a Super Bowl, right? And I'm not saying like they're they're satisfied, but I just think Tampa might just be a little bit little bit hungrier to win the Super Bowl. Just a tiny tiny bit. I mean, I mean, Bruce Arians was on the Steelers when they won Super Bowls. He was a coach there. Yeah, yeah. So, but he was a head coach. Had- right? Still, I mean, it's, it's coaching. It's, it's an important thing to have that. Yeah, Super absolutely. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, I think – I agree. I think this is actually – this would be his mo- – I think if you ask him at the end of his career, if he wins this one, this would be his most valuable one. And I think the reason behind that, that is a little different than what you're saying. I think people are trying too hard to push the narrative about about Brady or about Belichick. I left the Patriots like – Oh wow! I I proved them. I think it's more. I heard this on Ryan Russillo's podcast. Uh, Teddy Bruschi, 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 however you say it, Bruschi, yeah. his former teammate, said this, and I kind of agree. He said, "I don't." He said, "I don't think it's about." It will mean something to him to win without Belichick and without the Patriots. But I, he's like, I don't think that's what would fuel him. I think what you got to remember is totally agree with when, that too. When you win something or when you leave the way he did probably for Tom Brady is the first time in many years to have a little bit of self-doubt, right? To be like, can I do this? Like, can I prove myself right here? Like what's, what if I don't do it? Right. And he mentioned, remember early in the season, Tom Brady had some bad freakouts on the bench and right. he was like, yelling at young players. And it, some people were wondering like, man, maybe this isn't like, he's not, remember there was all the like, uh, he left the Patriot way. I think yeah, the big a, thing for Tom Brady, t- he's Tom, human. Tampa, no fun. Yeah, he's he's human. He's not, uh, you know, like as good as you are. Like LeBron James wins his third championship, fourth championship, he cries. Jordan cries after. Right. Like it's not, it's not like once they win one, they're like, I, I win forever, True. right? So I think yeah. Tom Brady, really, what it is, I think it's a good way to prove to himself more than proving to anybody else. It's almost like a. He put himself in a weird way in a vulnerable position because he either if he collapsed in New England, it's really not a big deal. But if he leaves New England and then collapses, it would be a lot of like self-doubt by him. Like in Teddy Bruschi said it best. He, it, if he didn't get it done, making the Super Bowl is pretty good enough to prove to yourself. But if he didn't get it yeah. done to like this point, you, he could have looked back and said, like, was I part of that system? Like, could I have not? I couldn't have done it without the Patriots. Yeah, and maybe. this is proving I, otherwise. I don't. I don't. I don't know if he would actually think that or not. I mean, we don't. I'm thinking, but I do agree with you. Like, I think that's part of it. I think there's a, multiple things. It can be. I think that sometimes we try to put things into buckets way too much. Like, no, it's not the Patriots. No, it's not. It's no, it's not. It's it's this one thing, and I think it's a combination of everything, right? And I don't think like. I think he probably, like you said, he probably had some self doubt, and he left, and he did it this way. And there's the Patriots thing that Belichick really didn't want him to stay there, and they wanted him to move on. Like I think it's a combination. And his age, forty three, people are like, oh, I don't know if anyone can play till this age. Oh, he's playing till like I think it's a combination of multiple factors at, at one time. And I think that's where we get caught up sometimes. Everyone does is try to put things in one bucket and say this is a definite bucket. 
Yeah, and it's just funny. All the things we both just talked about. I'm sitting here like, fuck, we're really sitting here talking about it in 2021. Like, I, I just think with everything you just said while I was just talking to, it just really made me realize, like, we're in 2021 talking about 43-year-old Tom Brady leaving New England, going to Tampa Bay, and in this first year at, in Tampa Bay with Bruce Arians, who's kind of a loosey-goosey guy, Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. who just went 8-8 eight and eight last year with all these superstar talents, and they picked up Antonio Brown and Leonard Fournette mm-hmm. and did all this shit, and somehow are in the Super Bowl in Tom Brady's first year as a 43-year-old quarterback. Like you said, there's so many buckets but when you think yeah. about it, you're like, what the fuck? Like, how are we here? This is how me. has think Antonio Brown not been on media, like, being a complete fuck off yet? Well, neither is Le'Veon Bell with the Chiefs. I'm telling you, there's something going I on know. in Pittsburgh there's- locker room. Even this year, Pittsburgh's locker room, Juju Smith-Schuster in the dancing, and it collapsed. Yeah. So- yeah, maybe maybe I was giving Mike Tomlin too much credit for, like, <laughs> maybe Maybe guys. he was the maybe issue. I, maybe, he, maybe he's a little bit uh, loosey-goosey himself. Yeah, but my, my point here is, I think it's so interesting to see what Tom Brady can do in one year and the buckets he can fill. One year in Tampa Bay, everything turned around. Everything. Absolutely. I mean, like, we're talking about they had Jameis Winston, who we both believe in, but, like, he threw 30 picks. Let's just keep it real, right? You And they went 8-8. Eight and eight. Tom Brady walks in. Like, this they picked the up time for head James cases. Slander. He picked up head cases like Antonio Brown and, and all these guys, and then it's like, Boom, Super Bowl. And you're like, okay. Uh, like, yeah. for anyone that even argues Tom Brady not being the GOAT, too, it's like, did you watch this year? Pretty simple. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty simple. There's a lot of people who just like to go argue different things for no reason and just to, like, try to, you know, throw a curveball in there because they were wrong. It's kind of funny. Like, people are like, because well, a lot of people growing up watching Brady didn't think he was better than Manning, and then he turned out to be better than Ma- Manning, but then they'd want to discredit Brady for what he's done. And then it was like, well, this is Bel- Belichick system, Patriot way. That's the only reason he did it. And then it's like he goes to Tampa, he gets to the Super Bowl, and like, well, that's because he has my Chris Ev- Mike Evans and Craig Godwin and all these guys. And you like, dude, just shut the fuck up. Like, he's yeah, the best like- player. And, and then they're like, but Aaron Rodgers has nobody. And then like te- a week ago, everyone was like, Devonta Adams, MVP. Yeah, Devonta <laughs> like, Adams, best ever. And he's like, well, you know, Drew Brees really had nobody in his career. Oh, but my, the, the year before, like, oh, Michael no, Thomas. No one, ar- no one argues no. Drew Brees. <laughs> no, no, I know. But people are like, oh, he has no help. Like, all right. Well, then they everyone just wants to really. I'm going like, to keep it 100 with you, bro. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Never heard anybody say Drew Brees has no help. I've heard it for Aaron okay. Rodgers, not for Drew Brees. Maybe Philip yeah, Rivers. That's true. Philip Rivers has okay, yeah, but Philip Rivers had Ladanian Thomas and only the best running back maybe in our generation. No, no, I'm so. saying I've I've heard the has no help for Philip. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Just, but then I, it's like, well, and like he has Keenan Allen and all these guys. But I'm saying I've never heard anyone say it for a. Uh, I've never heard it for Drew Brees. That's all. I was saying. Yeah, yeah, me either. Actually, I just made that all uh, up to be completely frank with you. All right. Well, we'll get into prop bets when we before we sign off today. But let's move on to a couple fun fact topics, George. I wanted to have a couple fun topics. Why not? Why not? We have Andy Reid in his dad's vehicle. Um, you obviously have heard about this because because you told me about this. There you go. Because <laughs> I just told you about it recently. But I'm going to share my screen here for one second, George. Okay. All right. This would be for our. Uh, for our YouTube audience to check out, okay? If you're on YouTube here, you'll be able to uh, check out this car. 
which is Andy Reid's. Let me know if it's on the screen, George. It's on the screen, right? It is on the screen, yeah. Andy Reid's dad's car. Okay? There it is. I just wanted to share it for a second. So what it is, George, which is pretty cool, is Andy Reef, Andy Reef, whoa, Andy Reid, Andy Reid, Chiefs.com, that his father bought a 1928 Ford Model A for $25 after World War II ended in 1945. A Pretty late cool. 28, they call it. Henry Ford had to make a little transition with his brake system. So this is part of that transition. Um, pretty sweet car. And it's 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 kind of cool because I feel like it's kind of cool because Andy Reid would be one of those guys that has the sweet 1940 or 1920 car uh, carrying a cheeseburger in there. But that's one hell of a whip. And that's one of those Dri- things. Dripping that, like, some you know, grease on grease on the wheel of a 1928 car. Like, come on, Andy. That's worth a lot of money. You don't want to grease up that bad boy. But he has to get his burgers. He does. And he's a smart man. Like, honestly, he's like, that's a guy's guy. He has that car. He eats his burgers. Like, he probably loves the barbecue in Kansas City. He's a perfect Kansas City head coach. He would never be like a you know he's from Los Angeles originally, but really? he would never. Like yeah, that. he's yeah, I, exactly right. I know he doesn't seem like that. Um, but it's that famous clip of him as a little as a kid. Remember when yeah, he was like thirteen years old? Yeah, and it says like Andy Reid, Los Angeles, California. So like he just doesn't. He seems more of a Kansas City, Philadelphia, where he coached, Midwest guy, not like a. I'm Andy Reid, and I coach the Los Angeles Chargers. I take it back. So, you know what? He does seem like an L.A. guy because now I realized what he did. He's taken some of his L.A. vibes and uh-huh. mixed it with his newfound Midwest when he was like Philly or the, the East Coast Philly and now the Midwest Kansas City. He's found a way to transition into a perfect combo of both. Now, I like if you that. see I like that, that car. Right, that car—that's just—that's—that's that's not a—that I don't—I don't consider that a Midwest Kansas City car. That's like a true. LA nineteen twenty-eight. I have an old school whip, right? Yeah, Andy yeah, Reid has found a way to become this perfect mix, like you said, of like first of all, rich as hell, right? I mean, yeah. he's an NFL football guy, rich as hell, drives some classy cars, probably enjoys a good steak and a good wine once in a while uh, from he, LA, and, and- so. And his offense is LA, right? It's it's it's. I mean, yes. he's not LA. Fast his pace, offense is LA. Car. But the point was, he has all that, and then he has the other side to him, George. Like you said, mm-hmm. he has the I'm chubby, I got the red face going, I got the burgers, I love chili, I love the Midwest. So Andy mm-hmm. Reid is the perfect, I feel like, football coach in that sense. Like you said, high powered, fancy LA with a little twist of like. What do you call Kansas like a Midwest Midwest, Mid, Midwest father? Yeah, and I mean, there's nothing better for th- than that guy saying, "I need some cheeseburgers after winning a Super Bowl," and rocking Hawaiian shirts, but then pulling out in a 1928 Ford. Yeah, that's pretty. By the sweet. way, I mean, people say act like the whole cheeseburger things like that surprising. Like, who doesn't love a fucking cheeseburger? It's just people want to be all health conscious. Like, I, I, I command Andy Reid for that. Like, I want a cheeseburger. If I want, if like, if you ask me, like, George, you just won the Super Bowl. What do you want to eat? I mean, I probably say steak, but cheeseburger has to be in my top three. Like, I love a good cheeseburger. It has to be a good one, though. Yeah, I mean, everyone likes cheeseburger. I can't. That's what I'm saying. I, I think. I think if if I'm like if I won a Super Bowl, outside of the fact that yeah, of course I'd love to have like a beer or 
you know, have, I'd probably be ripping some shots like everyone else do. They drink champagne, beer, whatever. I'd go out drinking maybe with like friends, family, teammates, blah, blah, blah. But on top of that, if I was going to ask about a meal, it's going to be like I, after a long football season of hard work too, I'm probably going to a nice burger, probably pizza. Mm. I'm not going yeah. like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not like take me to the, like I want crab legs. Salmon house. I'm, yeah. yeah. I, I'm going for, we're going for the pizza. We're going for the grease. I, I totally Especially the athletes. For the maybe, maybe Andy Reid, it seems like he probably uh, enjoys that stuff all year long, but. <laughs> That's fine, though. More power to him. Yeah. Respect. What else we have here, George, is a fun fact about Mr. Mike Evans. I know you'll like this Mikey. one. Mike Evans, George. And I mean, I'm, I'm going to let you do the most, most talking here because I know you are the Harry Potter fan here. Mike Love Evans. Harry Potter. Mike Evans has not only a Harry Potter tattoo, but he also had a Harry Potter themed wedding cake. He claims it is the greatest. This is interesting. He tweeted, Harry Potter is the greatest film franchise of all time. Agreed. So now what 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 that kind of got uh people wondering too. A couple people tweeted back at him. Film franchise? Nah. Book franchise? Yes. So I have two oh, questions easily. for you. Okay. Yeah, you're right. He's right. That's true. Yep. Uh one, is it a boss move to have a Harry Potter themed wedding cake? No. Okay, I agree. Not that cool. I'm actually shocked his wife let that slide. Not that yeah, cool. His I mean, his wife, I, I don't know how he convinced her. I want his convincing like abilities because there's 0% chance any girl I've ever met would be okay for Harry Potter cake. Like, I just don't know who would be okay for Harry Unless Potter cake. Unless your salary is a wide receiver, $10 million a year, might be do something to convince it. It might do some of the convincing. Now, Harry Potter <laughs> himself, <for> everything. <laughs> unless he's marrying Hermione from uh, from Harry Potter, then I don't know who's going to be wanting the Harry Potter cake. Who, by the way, if you Google her photos, she has become a doll. Uh, she's she now has become over- a doll. I'm she's disappointed like, in you. Why? Say her name again. I can never pronounce it. Her- 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 Hermione. I can't do it. I think it's Hermione. Her, oh Hermione. no! Now you got know, me I, saying it wrong. Yeah, I know. I can never. I've, I've, what did I've, you I've, say I've, to start? I said Hermione, but I know it's not. But it just makes it so much easier to say. It's just the easiest thing to say. And by the way, they went with Harry and Hermione. Like, why didn't you just go Harry and, and like Jan and Ron? Yeah, and or why not Jan or Jennifer? Like, why do we have to have a really difficult name? And like, isn't her parents humans anyway? Like I, anyway, but the point is, she looks really hot now. And the uh, cool thing, I gotta say, it, it's her. It the pronunciation is her my own knee, her my own her my her my own her my her my own her my own Um, yeah, they went with the hardest name there. But in general, dude, uh, yeah, he does live in Tampa. Universal uh, Orlando's only 35, 40 minutes away, so he can go to the theme park all the time. Like, the guy's living his best life. He is. My second, the it's not a boss move, though, to have that on the wedding cake. But No, no, the wedding cake was, is not. I, res- I know that most people agree that it's the best, like, book franchise of all time, but he said film franchise of all time. Would you agree that it's the best film franchise of all time, or is that kind of a tough one because there's also not that many – so a lot of people were responding to him, Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings. But like Lord of the Rings is probably a 
better film franchise. But here's the thing. It makes me wonder, did Mike Evans read the Harry Potter books or not? That's I need what to know. I'm wondering. Like, because, like, if you read the books, like, the movies are great. I'm no zero, zero, zero point zero zero hate on the books. I mean, on the movies because they're great. But it makes me wonder if you think it's the best movie franchise of all time. Did you ever read the books? Just wondering. Yeah, that's kinda, uh, okay. And I, that's what I was wondering, George. I, I take back what I said. If he also read the books and he thinks it's the greatest franchise of all time, The Wedding Cake's a boss move. But if he just watched Harry Potter movies and actually never read the books, the whole reason J.K. <laughs> oh, oh, Rowling... Only, only number one, too. Yeah, like J.K. Rowling, the whole reason she made a career is because it was the greatest book franchise of all, of all time. If he had a Harry Potter wedding cake and he has a Harry Potter tattoo on his arm and he's never read the books... I'm gonna to have to say this is a this is not a uh, this is not a boss move at all. Yeah. Do we have a picture of the wedding cake? Is it like Harry Potter themed barely, or is it like Harry Potter's themed? It, it is Harry Potter. I was gonna slap it on the screen during our uh, video clips here, but it sounds like George has not seen it himself. So for those yeah. watching on the a YouTube clip here, here is your uh, little here's your little sneak peek. This is his tattoo. And his wedding cake is the entire. It's like Gryffindor, okay. Slytherin. Th- that's a bit too much. I mean, that's a cool ass cake. Like, if you want to have that cake at like your kid's first birthday party, go for it. But like for a wedding, I mean, it's cool. It's a cool cake. I don't know if I'd want that at my wedding. Even me, like I'm a big fan of a lot of things. I want a traditional wedding cake. It's a one time thing. Like, you get so a traditional I. wedding cake. <laughs> so do I. Well, George, hopefully Mike Evans uh, gets his Super Bowl wish and guess where they can go? He'll be going. Well, they can go to Disney World. Usually they'll go to Disney World after winning the Super Bowl. But like, first of all, I think Disney World's closed due to COVID. But uh, I don't think so in Florida. <laughs> um, I don't I have actually no idea. Well, I, I think it's a Disney Corporation thing and they're based out of Los Angeles. I think the whole I think I could be totally wrong. But he, as a team goes to Disney World, he's going to Harry Potter all Land. Four, all four Walt Disney World theme parks are open, George. All right, Blizzard cool. Beach, Disney Typhoon remain closed, and they're opening the Blizz, Blizzard Beach on uh, March 2021. George, right, Disney, I like, I like the typhoon. I know Disney acts like they give a damn, but let me tell you what Disney's more concerned about. It's that cash money, baby. Yeah, they're more concerned about that cash money. They're, they don't give a damn about COVID. They're like, all right. Bring in the kids. <laughs> bring, right. in the bring, bring, bring in the kids. Bring in the hand sanitizer and let's go on a damn ride. Bring in the COVID. Screw it. Uh, all right. The last little uh, – oh, no, it's actually not the last one because I'm going to do my little Seahawks topic. But we have Super Bowl food, George. All right. Now, uh, I got to pull up this map. But there was a, a – what, what was it called? It was like a – it was the most searched food by state. And maybe, George, pull it up on your Super phone. Super Bowl food. Yeah, Super Bowl food. Pull it up on your phone maybe because I'm going to – I don't want to share that on the screen. She's going to block our faces the whole time. Can't even make a clip out of this. So well, I got I, I I have it where I sent it for, to you. For our YouTube viewers, I'm going to throw it up on the screen after. Um, but here, George, I'll shoot you a text with it as we're here on the podcast. But oh, I'm almost sad now. Delish.com had a uh, entire uh, like survey thing of the most searched foods per state. And 
I got to be real with you, and I know George feels the same way. A lot of them shock me and don't make any sense. I'm going to start yeah. with Montana, the state of Montana, allegedly. That's the one I was going to start with, too. Their most searched Super Bowl food is keto egg bites. First and foremost, Montana does not strike me as a very keto place. Not a place well, to do a keto diet often. I, I wouldn't even say it's a keto diet place but i I, i'm not surprised that people like stuff that is more protein in montana but keto egg bites is kind of weird if it said steak bites uh anything with meat but keto egg bites come on that's not the most unless there's only one person who has google in all of montana and they search keto egg bites i don't think this was the most searched food in montana but i have one to me that was even weirder sammy just down south of montana it's not really the south, but just south of Montana, we have Wyoming. Wy- Wyoming? Wyoming. Their most searched George, Super Bowl. George's pronunciation game is on point today. Pronunciation. It is. Pr- pronoun- I'm going to get you to uh, pronounce pronunciation wrong by the end of a podcast. How the fuck is Wyoming's most searched food, chia seed, coconut milk dessert? Yeah, I saw that. Um, <laughs> at the end of the day. For Super Bowl. I'm going to have to say way big, way cooler move than keto egg bites. At least it's a dessert. Um, now, if it said coconut dessert or just dessert, I agree with you. Less shocking. But just like the keto part of the egg bites, chia seed, coconut milk dessert. I mean, I, I need to see some proof that people are actually on. Delish.com is a pretty good source. I mean, they're like, they're a big website. Are people really like your number one search? In Wyoming, is people are typing chia, seed, coconut, milk, dessert, Super Bowl food. Yeah, for 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 recipes or what? The one next to it, I think that might be Nebraska. Larman, what the fuck is Larman? Yeah, I first of all, delish.com. Your graphic is very blurry, um, but I, I don't know what Larman is. And I don't think it says Larman. I just Google Larman. It, I, it's not even – I don't know. Lemon? They just eat lemons? And, uh, you know, there's a couple other ones that are a little shocking. Uh, and there's some that make sense, of course, right? You, uh, let me just let me just throw out a couple of normal states out here just to let you guys know. We got a very, some very normal states in Washington, Arizona, Utah, you know, Louisiana – Seven layer dip, great, great choice. Well, dip. And, and, and you got a lot of dips, right? And then you got other states that are pretty normal, like the Floridas and Californias hitting chicken wings and cheeseburger sliders. But then you really just like we had the keto egg bites, the chia coconut milk she- seeds. And then the one that shocked me the most, George, the most is the state of Texas. The state of Texas is number one search Super Bowl food is chocolate chip cookies. See, you know why this doesn't shock me? Because I bet you the state of Texas doesn't even need to look up their barbecue recipe. They, they, they got that right here in their head. They're like, fuck it. I know my barbecue. How do I make a chocolate chip cookie today? That's fair. Okay, you're right. Actually, that's like, that, that, you know, whoever the cook is in the family, it's the mom or the dad, whoever it is, they're like, they know what's going on the barbecue for Super Bowl Sunday. They know what yeah. meat they're cooking up. You're right. And then it's either the mom or dad that is like, I'll do the other shit. They're like, yeah, well, we need dessert. They're like, fuck. Okay. Chocolate, <laughs> chocolate, chocolate chip, chip cookies, cookies it is. But All right, come but- on. 
That's not what but you the, thought you were going to get. And you even got fucking, what's that small state up there? There's two gray ones. All three of these gray ones on the map no, but were messed up. I, I have one that I think that is, okay, so you go from Montana. Man, I got to get my uh, stuff right. Is that Michigan? I don't know. The blue one or is that Minnesota? Chexmex? Chexmex. Chex That's mix. a pretty good one. I can't lie. That's not that shocking. My why, why are you looking up the recipe for Chex Mix? Uh, people make homemade Chex Mix, and they're very good. I have some. Oh, okay. you know my, right, fair, you know my good I friend. Just... You, you'll remember this actually. Uh, my good friend Alex Lundowski, his mom is actually a fraternity chef, uh, yeah. and she used to make the mud Chex Mix, the one with the chocolate and sugar, and mix them up into okay, a bowl. Right. Fair, fair. Peanut butter. So Chex Mix is not shocking. I'm going to give you my last one. That really threw me off, and I don't know what state it is. I don't know if that's DC or if that's like Rhode Island. Yeah, all the way to the right is Mochi. Mochi, yeah, I know. Like, really, you're looking at Mochi that much, huh? What state is that? I don't know. I was trying to figure that out too. Well, you know what? I could tell you if this graphic wasn't so shitty. I believe that's Maryland, but this graphic, like, I don't know who this intern was at Delish, and I'm not saying you're bad because this is a great idea, but you got to get a better graphic than this. Yeah, we're they got to do better than this. I mean, it should not be this blurry. And I went to the that was on their Twitter, and I went all the way to their website to look for it. It's all this blurry. Um, but if I had to cancel one state, George, if I had to cancel, this is this is what this is where our game's going to be. Last but not least, yep. if you had to cancel one state because of their Super Bowl food search, mm-hmm. what state are you canceling? I'm canceling the the, the fine state of New Hampshire. Why are you? Why are you going? I mean, I love pork chow mein, but is that really a Super Bowl food? Goddamn! <laughs> like, am I canceling for good or just for the Super Bowl? That pork chow mein for the Super Bowl. What state <laughs> yeah. is that? I think that's in New Hampshire up there or Vermont, one of the two. Whatever that is, I'm telling everyone now, George. We are. <laughs> I'm going to put this on the screen. We are canceling New Hampshire or Vermont, whatever it is, that eats pork chow mein for the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, seriously, that's the most strange. Like, that one in Mochi, like, is, it, it, it says, I don't think this is a high Asian pop- population state either. Like, all right, what do you want for Super Bowl? I can't wait for the Super Bowl, man. I need, I, I need my pork chow mein. We're actually canceling that corner of America. You know why, George? Here's my cancellations. We're canceling whoever the fuck said pork chow mein we're canceling the state that said mochi for Super Bowl. And then right next to it, I think that is either Maryland, Rhode Island, whatever it is. We're also canceling that little state right there that says prawn toast. <laughs> prawn toast. And, what and is lar- prawn toast? And we have to cancel the larmin because I don't even know what a fucking larmin is. Sesame prawn toast. So you make shrimp and put some toast around it. Chinese dim sum dish. I don't know what's up with the Northeast with the Chinese food for Super Bowl, but, but what uh, is Larmin? George, uh, we're officially canceling those states. All right, and, I just, and it doesn't say Larmin. I'm, I'm gonna. I have to. I just have to be honest. With you. It doesn't say Larmin. I googled Larmin. It's not a word. So oh, we okay, just can't so read it. We just can't read it. Okay, but there's no. one more. Is is the one next to it say crab raccoon dip or rangoon dip? Well, I'm assuming it says Rangoon, not r- Raccoon. What's a, what the fuck's a Rangoon? Um, I can probably tell you. All right. No, I'm, like, I'm not – because Cameron Dude Dip is like the uh, 
Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. It's like you take wonton chips. It's like almost like a spinach and artichoke dip. Oh, okay, that sounds food. good. Yeah, but I, I do want to say one last thing. Washington State, thank you for representing us correctly. Seven-layer dip. That's a good recipe to look up for the Super Bowl. I already shouted them out. I shouted out I shouted out Utah, Arizona. Oh, okay. Sorry, did you not notice Louisiana. I took off my headphones? For some reason, uh, you were muted for me, so I couldn't hear you for a second. That's why I was tapping my ears, and then I took them off, and I hear you. I don't want to bore the listeners again, but basically I shouted out Louisiana, Arizona, Utah, and Washington for the seven Wait, that, what, Perfect. Way to hold down the fort while I, while you were muted. Yeah. A lot of our favorite states, Arizona, Washington, Louisiana. We've been to a game in Baton Rouge. A lot of our favorite states. Uh, I don't know about Utah, but, you know, go Jazz, I guess. So Yeah, but please, Sammy, uh, one last request before we move on to the next topic. I know you're coming over for the Super Bowl on Sunday. Please bring me some pork chow mein with you. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry. I can't do that. I'm going to be bringing actually uh, some, uh, I don't know, some mochi. So, <laughs> All right. Thank you, man. I apologize. Mochi it is. Last but not least, George, for our Super Bowl facts. We like to do a little Seattle segment because, you know, we're Seahawks fans. So why not? So I brought up 48 facts about Super Bowl 48. And I'm not going to read all of them. I'm going to hit you. I was going to say that's a lot of facts to bring up. In, well, uh, half of them are about the Broncos from that time. But, you know, and then we're going to tell a good story. One of my favorite facts, George. Is Seahawks tackle Brino Giancomani sold hot dogs at Fenway Park during his senior year in high school? Yep, that's cool. His parents don't like us very much. They don't like me more than anything. And the reason I brought this fact up is, as George knows, once we were at a Miami Dolphins football game against the Seattle Seahawks, the infamous game where the sprinklers went off, was that what year is that? Russell Wilson's rookie year? Yeah, and I proclaimed that he's the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. Right after I got his jersey for my birthday, George's yeah. like, "Why would you get a Russell Wilson jersey?" Yeah, and I was we wrong. happened to be happened to be tailgating with our good friends Thomas, Danny Bright, and uh, Howard Wang. Howard. Yep. yep. We were all we were all ta- tailgating the Seahawks game, and I saw someone wearing a Gian Kamani, however the hell you say it, jersey, and I said out loud, "Who the fuck?" would wear a Gio Kamani jersey. He's like a backup offensive lineman. And little do we know, George, what happens? His mom turns around and goes, his parents would wear these jerseys. And I said, wow, he's a great player. (laughs) (laughs) Great guy. uh, I think he went to the New York Jets later in his career. And uh, I think uh, Sammy wearing a Seahawks jersey and saying, who the fuck? Like They probably told you, you're not re-signing with that fucking team. Their fans won't even like you, Giano Carlo, or whatever your name is. Yeah, that's it. That that, that was it's Gian Kamani. I don't know how to say it, but yeah, is one of the best, uh, one of the best moments in a while. Yeah, he's he was one of my he's my, one of my favorite backup tackles in Seattle Seahawks history. <laughs> yeah, he, he uh, it was it, 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 it was just a great guy. I hope his parents listen to us. Uh, you want to know what something's interesting, George? Yes, I, I don't do. want to. I don't want to get into slander about Russell Wilson. I just find this interesting how much people can change. Russell Wilson admitted to being a school bully until eighth grade, saying he used to bite kids on the playground. Bite now, kids. 
Yeah, now my bigger, not, I have less concern about the being a bully because we all go through bad phases in life or some people just are, you know, realized to be good kids. But it says he was a school bully till eighth grade. Now, my real question is, is he admitting that he used to bite kids up until eighth grade? Because I'm that sounds like a little too late to still yeah, be biting. I mean, I remember when you went through a phase around age four where you were like would bite people like you bit my friend in the back once. But you were like yeah, four like years. Yeah, like preschool. And then you got out of it. You're never really a bully. But I, I, yeah, I'm with you, man. Like if he was he like eighth grade bully, like Russell Wilson going around, like I'm going to bite you, motherfucker. And then people are like, don't bite me, Russ. And he's like, I'm going to bite you, motherfucker. And, and if he, that's the case, that's weird. Yeah, I think I think it's weird in general. But you know what? Hopefully he's uh Hopefully he's, well, not, he's not biting many he's things. Not, he's, not, he's not a bully anymore. Uh, we could, I can tell you that much. He bullies defenses on the football field. He does. And hopefully, and I'm sure, and he bites his mouth guard. There we go. There it is. Um, I hope for the Seahawks to be back in the Super Bowl sometime soon. <laughs> Same here. All right, George. Last but not least, it's Super Bowl Sunday coming up. And uh, I obviously, you know, I'm trying to wrap this pod up today so we can get these clips, this podcast out for people to listen to before the game on Sunday. But we have to. We can't. We must do some prop bets before requirement. Requirement. And if you want to bet with us and use prop bets, you can literally go to bet us, bet with us. That's a good one. But you can go to betus.com, B E T U S dot com, and use promo code the sports on tap, all one word, the sports on tap, and you'll get a hundred twenty five percent cashback bonus, aka you put in a hundred bucks, you get a hundred twenty five back in free play money. Pretty chill. Beautiful. Pretty chill. So go to betus.com, use promo code the sports on tap, and uh you'll get that cash. Get that cash it. money. All right, let's man. Get, let's get into some prop bets. All right. I got three prop bets I have circled that I will be betting on during this Super Bowl. Two of them are more football related. One is not football related. Let's start off with the non-football related one for you, Sammy. So as a lot of people do know, the weekend will be the halftime show. Now, on betus.com, it's minus 2,000. So you're not getting good odds, but I'm guaranteeing this will not happen. Will The weekend mention Donald Trump during his halftime show? No, minus 2,000. Why would, why would he even mention Donald Trump during his halftime show? Like, this shouldn't be like, there's a zero. Why is he going to be like sing, singing, dancing, be like, fuck Donald Trump? No, he's not going to do that on national TV. He will not mention Donald Trump during his halftime show. Is that, is that a prop? It's a prop bet on betus.com. Like it's a guarantee. Are you on like main props or novelty props? Novelty props. Okay. And I was like, there's no way. Biden's another one. You can parlay those two together. He's not mentioning Joe Biden either. He's not mentioning Trump and he's not mentioning Biden. Guaranteed, take it to the bank. If he mentions that would be the funniest shit. Like, but there's no way, right? There's no way the weekend mentions Donald Trump during the halftime show. Where are you seeing during the halftime show? Well, I mean, where else would he? And the weekend's not playing in the football game. I mean, that's he's he's the halftime will show. Will the weekend fall off stage? Will, will the weekend mention? Oh, will the weekend mention? Oh, oh, I was looking at a different one. How many times will Joe Biden be mentioned? Which is possible. Yeah. Okay. That's possible. Uh, will the weekend mention Joe Biden? I mean, I might as well just put a hundred bucks on no for both of them and just cash out some money. Yeah, I mean, you'd only win like two bucks, but I mean, just tell you, it's free dollars. It's a free two dollars. 
I would definitely say higher chance you mentioned Joe Biden if he'd be like, new change for America, Joe Biden, and like walk off. But yeah, you know, that would also be stupid. So <laughs> yeah, like, like both. Or if he was like, I, fuck Donald Trump, like also be kind of stupid, like it's a halftime performance. Yeah. So I'm going to go I, I no. I don't think he's going to mention either one of them, and, and I don't, I don't think there's any incentive to do so unless he bet on that big number, that big juicy number there. If he mentions Donald Trump and he's trying to cash out, and where he just be like, yeah, whatever he's singing, and be like Donald Trump, cash money. You know, which what I'm trying to throw big money on here, George. <laughs> which one is that, Sam? Well, the weekend fall off stage during his performance. Plus one twelve hundred, yes. You oh really? You think so? I mean, he already has bandages on his face. That's what I'm saying. He just went through a lot of plastic surgery. I just I I I think he's going through a weird streak in life right now. Like possible fall off the stage. Now does he have to fall? I wonder with that prop though. I I, because I did read that. Does he have to fall or fall off the stage? Yeah, falling off the stage is quite the. That's a quite the fall. Throw five bucks on it. You never know. Okay. Okay. I, I don't mind that. Yeah. These novelty b- bets are very interesting. But yeah, I, I I could see a fall for the weekend. I don't know if it's, I could see a fall off the stage. Yeah. It might be tough. A uh, couple ones I like. Which bag will be seen first during the Frito Lake commercial, George? Oh, I saw this one Cheetos, Doritos, Tostitos, or Lay's? I, I got to go with the Doritos. I think a lot of people, because of a seven layer dip on Super Bowl, like the, the Doritos. And I think uh, I think Lay's will be mentioned. We'll see a Lay's uh, commercial, but I think Doritos will be the first. I'm agreeing with you because that's the best dipping one, in my opinion. Same here. Okay. Well, I know Budweiser has no commercial this year, weirdly right. enough. But which Anheuser-Busch brand will uh, run first? Bud Light, Michelob Ultra, Bud Light Seltzer's Lemonade, or Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer's? I'm going to go with one of the seltzers first and foremost. Same because- here. That, those are so hot right now. Yeah, and they're only plus one, four. They're plus four twenty-five and plus four seventy-five. Mm-hmm. So there's some money on there. And uh, I'm going with the Michelob Ultra one. Me too. They've been making a hot streak. Yeah, you and even brought are, some. You you had some at your home the other day. I I uh, I took a little taste test of it. The was it the lime right? Lime. The lime hits. Fantastic. It tastes good. Low calorie. Got to keep your figure and. Uh, I mean, no sugar, yeah. no sugar. I like no it. No sugar organic. That's what I'm saying. All right. Let's do one of the best ones, my friend. Take a guess. How long will the national anthem be? No, no. The best one. I said the best, the best prop bet every year. Gatorade. Yeah. What color will be poured on the winning coach? Orange, red slash pink, yellow, green, lime, purple, clear, or blue? I have a very strong opinion on this one. Both teams are red in, in color. I think the red pink is almost a given this year that we're going to see a red pink one. I mean, I just like the odds on that. And I, both teams are red. I'm going, I'm going yellow, green line. Wow. You're crazy. Plus 600. <laughs> no, plus 375 right in the middle. Uh, Cause I think orange is too practical. Red's going to be too practical. Blue or clear is just not happening. So yellow, green, lime gives me three options of kind of colors. Mm-hmm. 
you know, that's three colors you can work is with. Brady there. a Gatorade drinker, or do you think he's more like, hey guys, we all drink water here and stay hydrated this way? Well, there are Gatorade zeros now where there's no sugar, so I can't really. I think he's actually a Powerade affiliate, isn't he? I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure what he's affiliated with, which uh, recovery sports drink to be. <laughs> it's probably a TB12 drink that they're going to have. Tom Brady does not drink Gatorade. Okay, this is this is big. I have this lemon drink with tons of electrolytes in it. It just doesn't have any sugar. I knew it. I just load up on electrolytes. And it keeps me right where I need to be. Tom I fucking told you. Brady. I told you, I don't. That's why I don't drink Gatorade. To be honest, I'm all about sugar-free electrolytes. So I, I moved off liquid IV. No offense to liquid IV. Found some sugar-free ones. You know how it is. Got to do what you got to do. You do. You okay. do what you do. You man. You got to. All right, George. Let's do one more each year. All right. Well, I have two that I've written, but they're player. And then props. do your two. Let's go. All right. All right, Sammy. Antonio Brown to have two, not one, two touchdowns. And the and the Buccaneers win plus eighteen hundred. Oh, a parlay. It's not a parlay. Just two touchdowns and a win. That it's it's just on on the thing. Oh shit! Okay, plus eighteen hundred. A hundred dollars with eighteen thousand. The reason I don't like it is because he is coming off injury right now. He's hurt, so. He's not expect. He's kind of like limited activity at practice this week. Yes, now maybe true, that's maybe that's a lie to get him uh, two touchdowns. But I don't know, man. I I I feel you know what I've realized about Tom Brady's Super Bowls. He's not yes. chucking up touchdowns. You're right, but this one is Antonio Brown. It's just a redemption story, and plus it's plus eighteen hundred. I know the odds are all, not in my favor. I'm not saying this is a guaranteed one, but I, I, I'll sprinkle five to ten bucks on that. Tom Brady's been to nine Super Bowls, and he has eighteen total touchdowns. So he only averages two touchdowns a Super Bowl. So and you can throw two of them to Antonio Brown, and they win. Yeah, it's gonna be like fucking Scotty Miller and. And my second prop, and my second prop, Cameron Bray to score a touchdown plus three fifty. How many touchdowns do you think this guy's gonna throw? Three. Well, no, no, I'm. I just have to win one of them. I don't have to win That's every true. bet. I just sprinkling bets. That's true. At the end of the day, with these prop bet stores, you throw five bucks on twenty of them. You hit one of them. You're making a couple a thousand bucks, maybe. Exactly. That's that's my whole point of it. There. So yeah, Cameron Bray plus three twenty five to score a touchdown. Yeah, I think what I'm going to do, I don't have the exact prop bets up. They're under player props, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Those are. Um, let's go to player props here. I'm going to go with really random Tampa Bay ones. I'm going to put like 10 bucks on uh, Scotty Miller scoring touchdown plus 425. I'm going to put one on. Uh, I'm just trying to find like the most random Tampa Tyler Bay Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson. Uh, and like. I don't know, Ronald Jones. I know it's not that random, but like I just knowing Tom Brady, I feel like we used to get so many James White and like random ass this guy touchdowns in all Super Bowls. I totally agree with you. I, mean, I think Brate is kind of random, but he's like still good. Yeah, but I also at the same time while I say that, I'm going to say something that's actually the opposite of what I just said really quick, okay. which is let me guess what Rob Gronkowski. MVP. Ooh, MVP? 
Yeah, I'm I'm just going on a limb. Let's just say Rob, I think he wants to prove he's better than Travis Kelsey. I think it's blasphemous. You heard that Steve from Stephen A. Smith. Blasphemous. I hear people talking about how amazing Travis like Travis Kelsey could go down as like one of the best ever. I feel like we don't regard Gronkowski at all. And like Gronk can you know how you Gronk and Travis Kelsey aren't that far apart in age. No, but I mean, just Gronk's not healthy anymore. So Kelsey's a better tight end today. But I mean, Gronkowski might be the best tight end in his prime in history of football. That's what that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah he, I totally he agree. He doesn't get the same like he doesn't get the same love. Do, do you know they're the same age? Really? They're both 31 years old. Jesus Christ, Gronk, party a little less, man. <laughs> He looks younger. What are you talking about? It's just that's how long Gronk has been dominant in this league. I know, I know. I, I just like, but he's not dominant. I mean, now Kelsey's the best right now. Him or George Kittle, and Gronk just came out of retirement because he was hurt so much. It's just different, like body types. But Gronk is Gronk took a lot of hits at a younger age, and even when he was in University of Arizona, he missed a whole year of back surgery. Like, but his peak peak Gronk is the best tight end I've ever seen. That's how I feel too. Well, George, go Bucks, I guess. Go Bucks. Uh, I'm going to give I'll you the cliche answer that we all give, and LeBron gave it last night on the broadcast on TNT, which is he said, "Like I'm friends with Mahomes, I'm friends with Brady." He's like, "I don't." He's like, "I'll give you guys the cliche answer." Guess what it is? I'm just rooting for a good game. Yep, I've gotten two email signatures this week, George, from people saying, "Well, just hope you have a good weekend and hoping for a good game." I like that. Um, last but not least, if you are, um, I'll see you on Sunday. Well, I'll see you before Sunday. But I'll, when you come over Sunday, I want my pork chow mein nice and hot. Hand it to you. I will. Don't worry. With chopsticks. No problem. Thank you. Much love. Happy Friday. And uh, thanks for everybody listening to That Being Said podcast. And we'll be back on Tuesday talking Super Bowl and many other things potentially. So, We'll see you then. Welcome to the sportsontap.com. And uh, we love all the support. This is the That Being Said podcast, George. This is the Sports on Tap. And this is the Internet's Radio. Pub, right? Oh, uh, Internet's Pub. I didn't know what you're doing there. Like, I was like, I was like, do you remember he was changing? You confuse me sometimes, man, but we're good. The Internet's Pub. Welcome Much in. love and peace.